Stackhouse takes a snap, play action fake, and he floats one out to McCringleberry. Avoids a tackle, shakes another defender, touchdown Tiger. That is McCringleberry's eighth for the season. Now, he needs to watch it on the celebration here. This ref enforces a strict two-hip pump limit. There's one, there's two. Third pump and a flag. Hey, fantasy, session. we talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick we need that correction. Talk them out, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy, session. What it is, hope is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy in Session, the podcast. Today is October the 13th, and the boys is back in town for week six. If you don't know, now you know episode 101. Um, shout out to everybody that came through for episode 100, a uh, fucking longest fuck episode of the, the fucking longest episode ever. in the history of podcasting. It <laughs> was fun. It was fun. For sure, man. Shout out to everybody that swung through. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, leave a review, etc. etc. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend where you've been. Week six. Um, we here, damn, bro. We was just talking about we still got nine more weeks of this. How y'all fellas doing? Uh, yeah, bro, doing great, bro. Just coming off of that crazy ass Monday night extravaganza bro so many fucking points scored bro it was it was awesome bro it seemed like it seemed like baltimore was about to get their ass beat bro and they just came out of nowhere bro and, and, and dominated that second half right and I, I remember we talked about that in the offseason about how they were adding weapons and even though like marquise and mark andrews were the guys that you know were the beneficiaries Jesus. of the high score game we 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 saw that they were trying to build their team to like so they don't you know be out of the game if they're behind because that right. was their problem coming into the year whenever they trailed in games it's like it was it was pretty much over so it was good to see them actually get a win coming from behind like that so they're saw, they're, they're dangerous this year bro i saw somewhere where it said like lamar jackson in total yards allowed period he's outscoring the whole it's like 12 different whole nfl teams the falcons included Shit's insane, bro. bro. Stop it, bro. Stop it. He's like it, dominate. Like, we know Lamar Jackson is like an elite rushing quarterback, but the fact that he's dominating through the air like that, bro. Yeah. Nice. He might Shout out to Mark Andrews, year, bro. bro. Everybody was hating on Mark Andrews. Shout out to Mark Andrews. Shout out to Hollywood. Shout out hey, to the shout whole out to Hollywood. Hollywood. Real, bro. He done, he done, he done, he done, he done 360, bro. He done turned it. You can't even sit in no more. You can't even sit Hollywood. But shit, Hell no, you can't sit his ass no more. Bro. Would, shit. What about, about um, the, run, the running backs? We'll talk about that a little later. Um, <laughs> the other side of the ball, you know what I'm saying? I forgot who they play. Oh, the Colts. Oh, well, I guess we'll talk about them later too. So we'll just get into it. Um, I got, oh, let's give an eight-second moment of silence out to all the fallen kings and queens out there. And then uh, we back and we back and shout out to all the teams out there that's zero and four, 
one and five or with a losing record and you feel like you drafted a hell of a team and you top three in scoring in your league and somehow you just keep losing every week because you go against the person that goes the craziest every week. Hey, man, it's a long season and you still got time. Don't, don't give you're, up you're, yet. Your folks, your folks. Right. Bro. <laughs> Shout out to the folks, Gabe's folks. <laughs> nah, it's so crazy. Right, for real. So if you owe and foe or, you know, so wait, it's week five. Uh, I'm at least saying 0-4 and 1-5, and bro. Right, right. I, I had to do the math. <laughs> I mean, so you see the 0-5 or 1-4. Or 1-4, and, <laughs> and and you in Dynasty, are you, are you just – you giving it one more week or you you just looking forward to tanking It now? depends how my, how your squad is looking, bro. Like if, you, if you're in that situation where you win against like the Gabe. guys scoring teams every uh-huh. week then, and, and you feel like you have a good squad, then, yeah, you should uh, – definitely you should get it out and – and hopefully the you know the average come down, bro. It evens out. That's what I uh, that's what I went through last year. One of our dynasty league, we were talking about it before we got on. But I started like on four, and I was like one of the highest scoring teams in the league. But I was going against like I had the most port- points scored against me. So you know I turned it around, made it to the ship, lost. But you know it, it's just the fact that you can turn it around, bro. Like it's going to even out if you have a good team. So I feel just it. with it, man. I just what about like, just, in in redraft teams? Like, when do you blow up your team in redraft to like to right not uh, over, lose bro. the season? <laughs> it's just over. Ain't nothing you can. I mean, if if you got a team, nah, even, got some bums, it's never over. See, it's never bro, if you got some bums in your team, nobody's bro. gonna trade for your bums. If if you ain't picking up people off the waiver, I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you're in a position where your team is scoring points, you're just losing. Oh, you just hold it out. You just gotta hold it yeah, out. You gotta hold, bro, because everybody's gonna be trying to buy your studs studs for cheap because they're gonna think you desperate, bro. And once you start mm. doing that, bro, you're gonna be start taking these package deals for a stud, bro. Mm. And it's not gonna work out like that. They just bro. throw like, a whole bunch of people in the trade, and it's just like, hold on, hold on, hold exactly. on. Exactly. Keep working that waiver wire. Keep trying to make trades, make moves, but just don't don't take the package. Don't deal compromise your, stud, your bro, team. It, right. Nine times out of ten, it's not gonna work out for you, bro. It's just gonna get worse. I can yeah. dig it. Uh, Derrick Henry is not leaving my team. So for everybody that's sending me those offers to Derrick Henry, it's not happening. It, it has been. It has. Fucking I have gotten monster, one that made me think bro. about it, but I just I can't give up Derrick Henry. It's nothing. Monster, bro. I can't that say my on... team is gonna get better by giving up Derrick <laughs> Henry. Bro, we had discussions. We were even. We even had a the, the panel, bro. I think it was on our the first panel we had. We, we were talking about aging players, bro. Derrick Henry was one of the guys, bro. Mm-hmm. And, we were talking about he might fall off, <laughs> bro. And this dude is on pace for motherfucking 470 carries, bro. Like, bro, this dude is not human. He's not human, bro. Like, it's, we, it's we knew that once once we seen his workouts, we knew he wasn't human. <laughs> Shit is insane, like, bro. We, you know, God, damn. We on a uh, normal basis. Uh, before, before we get into the show, uh, Chris Carson or Kareem Hunt in full PPR, well, we don't really know the status of Chris Carson and full PPR. I know Kareem Hunt is going to get the. Uh, um, majority of the receptions, if not all of the receptions out there, so I'm going Kareem Hunt. And they play, they play. Uh, yeah, the Browns play the Cardinals, so they're gonna have to score and and they're gonna have to keep up. So Kareem should uh, see a good amount of targets. And Chris Carson, they play Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh are tough with the run, but without Russell Wilson, they're gonna run the football for sure. For sure, uh, it's mm. it's. It's a good decision or a good problem to have. Full PPR, I, though. I, I, will, I will go with Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I agree. Um, even when Chris Carson, before he went out with that injury, he was pretty almost splitting work with Alex Collins. 
So mm -hmm. he wasn't being used in a receiving game. So you got Kareem Hunt being used in a receiving game. He's still splitting, but you know, he's getting that receiving work too. So I think he has a higher floor and, and, and really a higher ceiling, bro. He's put up like 20 plus points, like two weeks mm -hmm. in a row. So he has a higher ceiling than Chris Carson at this point as well. So Kareem Hunt, all three of us. Let's get it. Appreciate it. Sure. Like and subscribe. You did? Please. Oh, uh, man. So let's get into the show. So we're going to start it off with Thursday night football. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, seven-point favorites at the Philadelphia Eagles, over under 52 and a half points. Tom Brady, you know, he had a, he was dealing with some kind of a hand injury. That's what the people were reporting, but it's Tom Brady, so he's going to play. Uh, he's still <laughs> playing out of his mind at the ripe age of 44. It's really ridiculous what he's doing. Um, second in the NFL in touchdowns, of course, he's going to start him. Um, Leonard Fournette. Um, the Eagles are allowing 23 uh, fantasy points to the running back position in half-point PPR leagues, um, and allowing over 122 yards per game on the ground. Um, I think Leonard Fournette is is a, a bona fide start now. He's dominating the backfield for Tampa Bay in snaps uh, with over 59 percent, over 50 percent of the snaps. Um, I only think uh, Bernard Gio is back now, so he's gonna savage him on third down. But he's not doing yeah, it. Gio's not doing enough, though. I think he what he had like four. Gio's just touches. getting strictly targets. He's just mm -hmm. getting strictly targets. Leonard Fournette's averaging 16 opportunities a game. So I think he's a locked and loaded RB2 until he fucks and, up and you know they they you know switch it up again like they usually do. And Leonard Fournette has had five targets in back-to-back -back games. So it, he's still getting targeted. It's not like he's not getting any other target too. Um, yeah, I think he has like uh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, but you know Gio targets, I want to say on a year. Right, Gio mm -hmm. been out five, the five, four or five targets a game. Gio was out the last couple games. I know he played last game, but they were just easing him in. But usually, when Gio there, he don't see the targets. But yeah, I like him running back too. No, Gio missed one game, bro. He's averaging yeah. four, four to but like four point five targets a game. So I mean, it's not a lot, but it's it's enough with his groundwork that he's a solid RB two. I think. Um, Mike Evans at least eight targets in every week now since week two with 75 yards to match that. Um, he's second on the team in red zone targets. The Eagles are 28th in the NFL with red zone fantasy points allowed. So, of course, he's locking loaded with Mike Evans. Uh, Antonio Brown, I think he's eased his way up into that wide receiver two on the team. Um, type role catching two touchdowns last week, 124 yards. Um, he got an okay matchup against Darius Slay, uh, but the volume is what you want to see here, and he's had at least eight targets the last two weeks. Uh, Chris Godwin, however, still uh, his consistency in targets has been up and down, but he's seen at least seven targets in um, three times this year. So, of course, you're going to start him too. But I would, my, my, I know we always rate them, but I'm going Mike Evans, Brown, Godwin now. I think I'm going Brown, Evans, Godwin this week. Mm. This I week, think, uh, I think Tonyo Brown has the best matchup. Yeah, Brown, Godwin, Evans for me this week, and that, it's really that whole offense besides Rojo, bro. You start if 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 the tight end, um, if Gronk healthy, you start there. It's hard to see any of them folks for real, for real. Gronk still is, the th is out. It's yeah, the Thursday yeah, night he's out. On the other side of the ball, we got Jalen Hurts, uh, the number seven quarterback on the year. That Konami code is still working for him because he's not throwing the ball a lot, only 198 yards through the air last week. But like I say, two rushing touchdowns, so that keeps him startable in most leagues. Uh, Miles Sanders is who I really want to talk about, 35th 
um, in the league with in rushing attempts behind Javante Williams, Dalvin Cook, who's missed games, Christian McCaffrey, who's missed games, and Jamal Williams, who's second on the team, and even behind Tony Pollard. Um, he's getting a volume of basically like an RB3. And to make it worse, Kenneth Gainwell has now out-targeted him. Um, and we know Miles Sanders was one of the um, – premier pass catching running backs out of the backfield and he's only leading the running backs with uh two carries inside of the red zone but i mean by two carries inside of the red zone king of gainwell is gaining ground on him there too and we already know tampa bay doesn't allow much on the ground as far as running back work goes so i think miles sanders is a candidate for sit of the week for me man i could i could see you leaving him on the bench and like putting somebody else in you want to, but with the injuries and buys, you probably start him in the flex. But Devin Booker <laughs> or Miles Sanders? Booker. Yeah, he's gonna get out. He's gonna get out of volume, and they gonna run the ball. Mike Glennon at quarterback, but yeah. Well, Daniel Jones is on track to play. He only had a concussion, so yeah. Well, looking like he might play. Still, we still don't know yet. But uh, I either or whoever's starting that quarter, I'm still starting Booker. Um, mm-hmm. He was like top three in expected points last week. He, he looked good. He got pretty much every he carry, did. or mm-hmm. except one when uh when uh Barkley went out. But as far as the running backs go, man, like I know Sanders might is probably a sit, man. Like if you can do it. Um, if not, maybe like a flex play. But Kenneth Gainwell might be a sneaky play this week, bro. Like. Like you mentioned, they are they're shut down against the run, bro. But he is the pass catching back, bro. He has a, a healthy target share, bro. And we saw Miles Gaskin last week, bro, who was literally left for dead by everybody, bro. And they went out there and gave him ten targets, bro. So the, mm-hmm. the, the film is out on how to attack the Bucks, bro. And you do it by passing to the running back. You don't do it by running them up the middle. So I think Kenneth Gainwell might be a sneaky play, bro. Like if you play on the DFS, like the little Thursday night showdowns, bro. He 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 should be in your lineup, bro. And like as a flex play in deeper leagues. I don't know about deeper leagues just because he's not getting enough volumes. He only had three three touches last week, so it's not like he's on the field, but he's not. Gaskin you know only had not, like three touches the week before. I'm just saying, if there's yeah, if they're yeah. competent coaches, bro, he should be more involved in his game plan this week, bro. I don't I know like, what's gonna happen. I'm bro, just saying that, but I, just just think they, if it, I feel like don't involve the running backs in the game plan period right. out there. It's really yeah. it's really weird. So I just yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust it. In DFS, yes, but like on a like season long, on, I wouldn't risk it on a Thursday. Like lock my running back up on a if, Thursday. If I'm I mean, deeper leagues, don't force yeah. it. Don't force it. But if you're looking, if you're scraping the bottom of the barrel, bro. And oh yeah, for sure. Sitting down there, then he he sh- he should be pretty good this week. I think. I like I like Sanders to score more points than a game with this week. He uh, getting the o- touches. It ain't nothing, but he getting majority. <laughs> you better hope he's involved in that pass game. Yeah, I'm just. He, he's still cool getting involved. Uh, no, he's not. He he done had five the first, five this last game. He done had at least three in between. Gainwell had done had like three games where he only get seen three targets and one game with eight. So they splitting the touches out, uh, you know, the targets from the backfield. And Miles Sanders is getting more rush attempts. So he'll get more opportunities to score. It's, uh, he's not, when you say more rush attempts, it's not by like a, a astounding amount. It's only by like seven. Like if you count, out, count all season, you know okay. what I'm saying? Counting the games where he had under like that's seven out of what, what? Seven out of about 30? Seven out of about 35? That's a good number. That means he getting. Not like, really. I mean, is that, I mean, the rushing attempts. Started running back had. 10, under 10 rushing attempts, two games straight. It's not a lot of rushing attempts in that backfield when your quarterback right. is also right. running the ball too. And he's and he's rushing on the goal line, taking a lot of those goal line touchdowns. I, mean, I don't I don't know what you're saying. 
Either way it goes. I'm saying don't he's start saying Miles beware Sanders. of starting Miles Sanders tomorrow because they are yes. a tough rush defense, bro. That's why that's what he's saying, bro. <laughs> nah, I've been saying the same thing over and over. You trying he to still definitely me. have a good game. He could no, have a I good just game. Said Sanders, are, it's not, not Sanders over hard. game well. He's getting around 70% of the ugly rushes. So uh, listen, know, bro, that's not, that's not the argument. That's not the argument. Who cares uh, about any of them? I'm saying sit both of them. I'm not saying I'm saying sit both of them. That's hey. my argument. Okay. You're talking about a whole different thing. Uh, the only wide receiver that I trust out there is Devonta Smith, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, only seen below seven targets once this year and at least 70 yards in every game except two. Um, he doesn't get much touchdown deodorant, so that is one thing that people don't like. Tampa Bay is allowing the third most fantasy points to the wide receiver position and tied for third in touchdowns given up. So this match is a pretty good one. So I, I, I think he's a good start for Thursday. Um, Ertz is a start for me this Thursday with Goddard testing positive for COVID. He is he is vaccinated, but they say he still will have to have two negative tests before. So he doesn't have to wait the whole 10 days. But it's not it's likely for him not to play. And even with Goddard in the game um, through three the last three weeks, Ertz has had 21 targets, and Tampa Bay has given up the six most fantasy points to the tight end position. So I do like Ertz this week also. I agree. Uh, shout out to your boy, uh, John. Should I trade Taylor for Robert Woods? Should I trade Taylor and Robert Woods for Kamar? No. I like no. T- Jonathan Taylor. I feel like Jonathan Taylor hitting his stride now. He's looking nice out there for real. Nice. real they all use him out. Marlon Mack a little bit more than I would like, but right. Taylor still that, beats the I, I th- See, I, see, I think they use him more. Uh, yeah, I just about to say they using Marlon Matt like you know a commercial, you know, to advertise him <laughs> up the team. That's what they yeah, using Marlon yeah. Matt like. They using him and they using Naheem Hines less. Corners. I mean, for yeah, yeah. for now, yeah. Naheem Hines has been banged up a little bit though, so that's probably why he hasn't been too involved. Yeah. Uh, on to the next game. Appreciate that, bro. If you ain't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Uh, on to the next, we got the Miami Dolphins three and a half point favorites against Jacksonville over under 42 and a half point. It's an early morning game Sunday. I really like the London games. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, it's not like you're from London. Tilio. Not me. I don't like them. I don't like them. <laughs> I like him. I like him. I'll be up. I'll be ready. Early, I'll be ready to watch. I like to wake up. I like to wait. That's what time I usually wake up. But I still gotta like, nah, like see. you know, tweak my rankings and tweak my lineups. I, I mean, that's the time I wake up. But I don't like to wake up and just, you know, ten, get straight ten to o'clock be cool. Like you know, to, I like to. I like to fucking like you know do my morning routine, get my breakfast and all that kind of shit. Tweak my rankings. Normal, but, you know. The normal grown up, we up by then. We don't watch. Yes, <laughs> nah, nah, the parent, nah, the parents are up by then. Sure, <laughs> sure. so, so you know, what sure. I'm saying we breakfast is made. Day. Everything is everything is ready to go. Uh, what Carlos, do you th- think about what, breakfast? Uh, <laughs> clean the dishes. Tyler, they say they say your boy Tua is gonna be back on uh Sunday. How you feel about that? Uh, that's what they say, but they they really don't know right now. Um. So at the moment, if Tua uh, plays, uh, I just feel like we haven't been able to gauge his talent as far in the NFL at the moment. And Fuller's on RI and Parker missed last week with a hamstring injury and could miss this week. Say what? He's on what? You said RI? Right. Right. Oh, I'm on I hate y'all. 
But like I was saying, uh, on two, I would like to see two put together a decent game before starting him. But he's going against a defense that's allowing 287 passing yards, but only one TD passing per game. He's a streamable option, quarterback two leads, but he can be left alone and uh, quarterback one leads. All right, Malskin, Mal Gaskins had the best game last week, scoring 31 points in PPR leagues. He only ran five times, though, but was targeted 10 times out the backfield. He's still seeing around 10 touches per game, and it's worth the flex play, even running back two play against a defensive line, the fourth most points to running backs. So Mal Gaskins should have a, another good week. And if you're a person that's been looking to trade in Mal Gaskins, if you score 18, 16, 18 points this week, you got to get them. You got to move them this week, or you're going to miss your window to get all you can from. All right, to the wide receivers, Devontae Parker, uh, Jalen Waddle, and Preston Williams. I got Parker's worth the flex play if he plays due to his hamstring. He's seen at least seven targets in each game, but have yet to go over 100 yards. So that's. That's something to worry, worry about. But with Tua back, that raises everybody value, especially Waddle, since he's the downfield target and a, and a big threat. But the uh, Jaguar defense is allowing 37 points to wide receiver each week and allow five different wide receivers to go over 100 yards on them. Therefore, Waddle is a flex play if Parker plays, and uh, he's booted up to a wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside if Parker doesn't play. Preston Williams has seen five targets uh, last week with uh, 60 yards and plays 74% of the snaps. If Parker is out, Preston Williams is a desperate flex play, and he's just worth uh, monitoring, engaging, because uh, bye weeks are coming up. So Preston Williams is a guy you might want to target that you may have to desperately play during your bye weeks, especially if Parker continue to miss time. Um, Mike Kosicki. He has seen at least six targets in the last three games while gaining at least 40 yards and scoring at least 10 points in PPR league. He has a decent matchup, and uh, he's been more targeted with uh, Jacoby, so I'm, I'm kind of worried about when Tua, if Tua plays, if he's going to target uh, Mike Siki. But if uh, full, with Fuller out and Parker out, he has no choice to target Mike, so I, I feel safe starting him in this tight end land that's so dry that was right after carlos had banished him you know what i'm saying right after two was throwing to him or not yeah, throwing to him yeah. like they're of throwing yeah, to him yeah. and then jacoby Brissett came in there and it was like oh i didn't realize two yeah. only really played one game like one and a half game is really crazy yeah and it's, to be that fair seemed like so long, that seemed like so far yeah, ago yeah, and then it does, it does. It, and it wasn't Gasecki's talent it was it was really just him not being on the field so if he's going to be on the field more than by all means, definitely should start him. And to the monitor, he put up uh, the the average amount of points that quarterbacks are putting up against New England, which is around sixteen points, and that's the average that they're giving up per game. So he against New England, he showed up and 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 played a decent game, according to the stats that the defense is allowing the quarterbacks, but. I still want to see and see what's going on. Not on the, not on the early Sunday before I wake up, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to watch it. Yeah, that's like how I, I feel. Like, I don't want to like I don't want to lock my team in on a Thursday night on a Sunday night, bro. The vid almost the vid had took me down so much, bro. I lost leagues because I couldn't even set my lineup on Sunday. So 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 sleep. So, so you saying start with the early game? Yeah, I left Calvin Ridley in like two lineups. 
See, that's what I mean. That why, that's another that's reason why I don't fucking like him. He was out like a day before, though. I took him out. I was sick, bro. I was sick, bro. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I got to be like almost dead sick. Bro, that's how it felt, bro. That's how it felt. I gave I gave the phone. I would have gave the phone on uh, wifey and be like, "Check this out for me. Tell me <laughs> if something's weird or something." You see, a, you see, a old nigga, somebody named. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you see somebody in my spot line with zero points. Let me know. Hey, my be on their deathbed in the hospital. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Make sure you set my lineup. <laughs> <Before> I go, <laughs> bro. I, I think I think I'm gonna win this year. Look at that. But that would be the spot. trap. Is... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Who's gonna talk? As far as the Dolphins go, bro, the only guy I think I'm I'm comfortable starting with is uh Devontae Parker if he plays. Mm. He's the only one that showed any type of like real upside, bro. Jalen Waddle had that game with like what he had like 14, 15 targets, bro, and he hasn't done shit since then, bro. And even when he had those targets, he had, he had like, 40 yards, bro. Mm. So I'm not trusting really anybody except Parker if he goes. And then Gaskin, just because of the matchup, I guess you could start him as a flex. But I just think that was more game script dependent, man. I'm I'm, I'm hoping that like, they see that he's I, the best back and they give him more snaps, bro. But it, I feel like I Gaskins really could be a trap. what man. happened last week. Exactly. I feel like you could be exactly. paying for last week and you never want to get caught paying for last week. Yeah. So that, that that's how I feel about Gaskins. If you got to, you know what I'm saying, just because of how – Crazy mm. running backs is right now, but like I wouldn't be trying to force Gaskins in my lineup. No way, Jose. I right. just I just want to say we're talking about stats with Jacoby, so you know I don't want to go too far in it because you know before the year we, we was thinking these players would be decent with Tua, so with a decent yeah. matchup and with bye week and injuries, some of these players are <laughs> we don't want to say they're startable, but some of these players are startable. Uh, before you get onto the other side, Jamar Chase or DJ Moore, both. That's actually a good one. All right, uh, it's hard to sit. I'm going. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm just. Ooh, I'm Can go you not put both Moore. of them in your lineup? But I like DJ Moore. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the volume. They playing the Vikings. It should be a, a decent game. Rather as uh, Bengals are playing Detroit. If you know, if they play up to their competition, competition they should get up by a lot. It should be a game for the running backs. But mm. as we've seen how the Bengals do, you know, you, you never know. But it's hard to see either one of them, man. Bengals have been playing ball this year, bro. What you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I know, but it's all He's talking about, he talking, about, he talking about as far as, like, the real football. Like, they give up oh. a lot of points. Like, they're not going right. to – like, they're going to oh, be okay. throwing gotcha. a lot of – So, that's hard. Gotcha. That's, that's a tough decision to have. And – I'm just it's week six. You need to win. I'm just follow the volume, and I'm gonna go with DJ Moore. Chase Jamar Chase. It's it's one of those situations. If you if yeah. you be a Jamar down from a lot, put Jamar Chase in. If you per if you project it up or close, and you know you just need a couple points, I would go with DJ Moore. I would still try to find a way to put both of them in there, bro. Thanks. Exactly, bro. Like you might just have to close your eyes and and just pick one, bro, because for Jamar Chase has one of the best matchups this week against Detroit cornerbacks mm. man like they are have nobody out there bro and dj moore's been balling except that one stinker last week so i, I don't know bro i have dj moore right. ranked three spots higher so i guess him exactly. bro but you literally cannot go wrong with either make sure you like and subscribe bro and shout out to my boy breathing fantasy football what's up homie what he up did, yeah, bro 
Uh, he did tell us about the Jets two weeks ago. That is true. He, he remember he was he took that that week Zach, Zach Wilson won. Shout out to him. It was yeah, a DFS that was play. Nice. I told okay, him you okay. need to come over here and talk DFS with us. You don't want to you, see you, bro. Uh, Alfredo man said he already got Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup. Damn. Oh uh, yeah, you ain't sitting none of them. So yeah, you just gotta go match up and and the match. Up I, I, well, at that point, if yeah. I got those two, I need a safer floor, especially with Tyreek Hill. You know what I'm saying? I would I would definitely go probably DJ Moore. I would have to yeah, I would lean DJ Moore just to be a for a safer play. I can dig it. Right. You need a package. You need a package yeah, or you need to, yeah, to try to get a running back unless you got like a, this might be a ten man league. Right, I would literally take any one of those receivers, anybody that the running back guy wants, bro, and take one of my mm-hmm. running backs and whatever one of these receivers and upgrade that running back, bro. That's an yeah, easy sure. two for one deal right there. I dig it. You might even pull that pull a one for one. Yeah, man. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Go to the other side of the ball. Who you got uh, starting for Jacksonville? Other side of the ball, I got uh, Trevor Lawrence. He should exploit this defense. They're allowing the fifth most fantasy points to quarterback, also allowing um two plus. TD passes in the past three games and at least 386 passing yards in the last two of the three games. Uh, in the first three games for Trevor Lawrence, he threw at least seven IN teams, but only one INT in the last two games. So he has progressed and looked better as uh, he, he uh, throughout the season. He's a decent quarterback two option and streamable in quarterback one leagues. Uh, with the matchup against the Dolphins. James Robinson is a must-start. He's seen the volume we all wanted. I uh, just want to uh, put in the back of your head, Duke Johnson is in town, so he may eventually be losing passing work to Duke Johnson. Okay, uh, don't care. Don't care. But Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chanel, it's, it's – it's looking ugly at the moment. At this point, it's safe to say all the wide receivers of volatile Lawrence is getting multiple players involved each week. For example, last week, Jamal Agnew tied the team in targets with eight, and the second person on the team in targets was tight end Dan Arnold. Next in line was Marvin Jones and Tavon Austin with five targets each. So each week, I don't know how the targets are going to be spread out on this team, but – you just got to believe Marvin Jones is going to see most of the targets each week. And uh, so I like him as a decent flex play. And I'm going with uh, LaVisca as a desperate play, even with the Dolphins Bills allowing 44 fantasy points to the wide receiver position as a whole. It's just, uh, I feel like those it's times. So weird, bro. Spread around Marvin Jones. Just, just sit them. <laughs> just right, sit them. That's what I'm saying. I don't like any of those guys this this week, bro. I don't like it. I mean, I wouldn't mind Marvin Jones. That, that, I feel like he got the I'll, most upside, but it, I want to like, stop the discussion. The Dolphins yeah. are allowing 44, 44 fantasy points to wide receiver position per game, so somebody is going to have a decent game, and I've just put my money on Marvin Jones. He's the vet on the team. I got you. LaVisca Chanel is crazy situation. He goes from, like, having that big – Thursday night game to having the one um catch for 56 yards and he was like at exactly, one point leading bro. the team like, and they still didn't go to him. I can't um, ask any of these guys. Bro, yeah. It might be good, bro, but it's a low 45 point over under, bro, and it's literally yeah. anybody can have a good game. So I'm I'm personally not trusting any. It's guys. a London that London game. Bro, wise. That London. And it's London, yeah. I feel and and LaVisca had this game after the coach came out and said we're gonna get LaVisca more involved. Where? 
Where? Where, fam? Exactly. In my 20 man exactly. league, I got Tom Brady, Zeke, Melvin Gordon, Cooper Cup, DJ, Dallas Chanel. Oh, man. That is a lot of man. I never played. Tw- well, I guess. Well, 20 man. I, I guess played I like one a- 20 man league, but it was like weird scoring and shit. So it wasn't like, like you know, your, your regular fantasy league. But Tyson know, Austin, uh, that's DFS. the best league. DFS play that's coming live from breathing fantasy literally himself go over there and check him out on his page I don't play a lot of DFS because I suck but maybe if I listen to him I wouldn't suck Alfredo man are y'all in the league together multiple of them who is the best I'm the best clearly real quick hold on I just want to your next question who has the most rings (laughs) (laughs) yeah Carlos got the most rings but who has the second most rings Oh, I got like what two? <laughs> it's nah. like me all the way up hey, here, and then Carlos. Gabe, and then Gabe, and all the way down here, and then Jamar got one. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it though. We coming back. Who's number one in the fantasy session takeover tournament right now? Man, we got like twenty leagues together, bro. I can say my, where I'm number right. one and freaking multiple two shits. Anyway, back, back, come on, I'll, back right. to the next game. Um, no, no, hold on. I got to finish on Dan Arnold, the tight end for the Jaguars. Like he play, he plays seven percent. 73% of the snaps and produced a decent stat line. He caught six of eight targets for 64 yards, averaging 10 yards per catch. In this ugly uh, tight end land, he's a streamable uh, tight end option. Even though it's not the best matchup, the Dolphins are allowing 14 fantasy points to the tight end. But if uh, if Lawrence has targeted anybody, he has been targeting the tight ends week in sure. and week out. So I feel like um, going into with the buys and some injuries, He's a decent uh, streamable option. I do like Dan Arnold, especially since they traded for him. And then as soon as he got there, they tried to work him in. You know what I'm saying? He didn't get that many targets his first couple of weeks because he didn't know the playbook. But then he popped out with eight targets. And we already seen Oshitsky first week get eight targets. And so the rookie player is always, you know what I'm saying? The rookie quarterback is always going to look toward that reliable tight end, I think. Um, but yeah, I like it, bro. On to the next game. We got the Chargers at the three-point favorite Baltimore Ravens over under 52 points. Uh, how you feel about Lamar Jackson? Well, we already talked about a little, a little bit about Lamar, but of course he's starting him. How you feel about that running back situation? That's the that's the gross part. Of I that. hate it. I hate it, and I am sitting all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the good news is that the Chargers are allowing the six most points to running backs, but, I mean, it's just they're using a three-way committee, plus you have Lamar Jackson, Voltrain and getting his rushes. Last week it was Murray, Freeman, and Bell. This past week it was Murray, Freeman, and Tyson, bro. So it's it's four guys that are three of the four that they could potentially roll out every week. And then, you know, you got Lamar Jackson there, of course. So, I mean, if somebody was getting the goal line carries, maybe, but through five games, Murray and uh, Tyson Williams are the only two running backs with one carry each from the inside the five. So you literally cannot trust any of these guys. Um, I would – I mean, Murray is the top guy, but like I said, it's just it's too many people out there for me to trust starting any of those right. guys. It's, it's ugly. Murray, the top guy, he averaging like under three yards per carry. Like, what, what are He's you doing? He's washed, bro. It's crazy. What He's are you washed. Freeman's washed. Bell's washed. He got some juice. And, it's and they like, just took, him, took the ball away from Tyson. He's, good. He's the best running back by right. far, but yeah. it has to be other shit. Like, it has to be pass blocking or it's, it's something that he's not doing, bro. It's just oh, it's, he's no. not getting, it's not translating to fantasy, bro. So, until we see him get more more touches and more snaps, bro, I'm not, I just can't touch him. I can dig it. I'm staying away. I'm staying away. Um, of course, you're starting the uh, Lamar Jackson, bro. That dude's a freaking monster, bro. That dude for the most yards. 
in his career uh, last week. So definitely starting him. Marquise Brown, bro. This dude Hollywood. is is breaking out this year, bro. The classic third-year breakout usually takes two years at least, or at the most, for these stud receivers to break out. Man, he's doing it in his third year like we are used to receivers doing. Mm-hmm. Staying in the flame last week, caught nine of his ten targets for 125 yards and a touchdown. So through five weeks, he's now ninth in yards, 11th in red zone targets, tied for first in end zone targets. Fifth in yards per uh, route run, tied for third and deep targets, which is 20-plus yards down the field. So he's been used downfield and in the red zone, which is a which is great news, man. We're so used to seeing him just, like, kind of targeted downfield, bro. So the fact that he's being used everywhere is great news for him sustaining this uh, production throughout the year. Um, average of 18, um, half PPR points per game, and is the number six wide receiver so far this year. So, man, you have to start him. The Chargers have been stout against receivers so far. They're allowing the fourth fewest. But, I mean, with that volume and with the usage that he's getting, bro, like he is the guy out there. Bro. I just I just want to add It's crazy in, to see. It's crazy I, to see. I just want to add in one thing. Even just watching the game uh, from uh, watching the game from Monday night, when they kept trying to go deep in the first half, they came in the second half, and they just started getting the short routes, and he was winning there. So it seems yeah. like you said he's here, bro. Like he can run all all the routes right now, and he's doing it well. So I definitely agree. He's a must start. My bad. If he didn't have that, that if he didn't have that that weird game where he dropped like three potential touchdowns, bro, he would be like mm-hmm. the number one receiver right now, bro. So easily, it's crazy. Yep, starting him. Um, of course you're starting Mark Andrews. He's finally coming around, bro. Like he he had a slow start to the year, but. He he's been coming around lately. I think he's like number three in tight ends um, through five games after that okay. crazy monster game last week. So I love starting him. him. Um, on to the other side of the ball. Of course, you're starting the Justin Herberts. So you're starting the Ecklers. You're starting Mike Williams, who's the number one receiver. <laughs> like his mother, but well, I guess it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> you start well. You know what I mean? Um, as far as Keenan Allen, of course, you're starting him, but just want to touch on him for a little bit for anybody that's kind of discouraged by his production. He hasn't been the Keenan Allen we knew from past years, of course, but he is still commanding a 26% target share and leads the team in routes. And he's also scored double-digit points in all but one game, uh, which is great because he only scored one touchdown all year. So the fact that he's scoring double-digit points still lets me know he's still good, man. He's going to – them touchdowns are going to come, uh, but – with that being said, you I think we do need to adjust expectation now, bro, because yeah, Mike Williams just might be that guy, bro. It might be like that situation with, with Tampa Bay uh, a couple years ago when Godwin finally broke out and nobody was like ready to you know announce that Godwin was the number one out there. Um, but because now look, I'm not I'm not I'm not there yet, man. It might it's more one A one B right now, bro. But if this continues, bro, then Mike Williams has to be. The guy out there, yeah. so. Mike Williams, he's just the guy out there. He looking like yeah, he looking like his favorite target every time. You know, he dropped back. He is, bro. It's, it's great to see, bro. So starting both of those guys, um, Jared Cook. Uh, I think he's a start this week. He's ran the fifth most targets among tight ends, tenth among targets, or tenth among tight ends in targets, um, tied for second among tight ends in end zone targets, and averaging seven. Half PPR points per game. Been up and down, but I mean, you can say that about all tight ends. So I think he's seeing enough of that volume to, ha- and he has a good shot at a touchdown every week. So um, add that to the fact that the Ravens are allowing the fourth most points to tight ends. I think he's a, a pretty good start this year. Probably like a top eight option, I would say, at tight end. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody else, you know, I think is pretty narrow. So 
Keenan Allen, the receivers are starting Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, Jared Cook, mm-hmm. Herbert, and Eckler. And that's we'll about talk it. about the Panthers in a minute when we get to the Panthers game. Um, the staff, uh, Stafford versus the Giants or Murray versus Cleveland. Uh, it's Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray. It's not as easy because like- of that because of the defense, but Kyler Murray is matchup proof. Not just he realize, is, bro, but that bum soldier is is we shouldn't take that lightly, bro. You remember last year when he kind of fell off in production, bro? It was because he was playing through an injury, and we've seen the past what two weeks that Kyler Murray kind of had average games. So, um, I still want to start him, bro. But if he keeps if he continues to give put up these pedestrian games, bro, then we might have to you know pay more attention to that injury that he's that he has right now. So. Just something to monitor, but I would go kind of Kyler Murray. Yeah, favorite team the Falcons, but this not a Falcons part. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you saw that tattoo or not. Um, yeah, but I agree with you. Everything you said. About, uh, yeah, um, I just feel like Stafford Murray. may get up real quick, and they may not need him any anymore. Like that's that's the only thing I'm scared of with Stafford. I feel like he may get 14 points and just chill real quick because they up by so much. So that's why I'm going with Murray here. Just give him one more week, then we'll know what's going on for sure. Uh, on to the next game. We got the Minnesota Vikings, one-point favorites at the Carolina Panthers with an over-under 46 points. We got Kirk Cousins now with two straight struggling weeks, um, 27th overall finish and the 21st overall finish. That's a that's a crazy something to say, straight struggling. My, like, my, straight, my, my struggling. straight struggling. Oh, damn. Maybe it's just my straight. dialect. Just say straight struggling. You good. Don't say straight struggling. After a whole bunch of touchdown deodorant, eight touchdowns through week one, um, through the first three weeks, uh, he's now came through the last two weeks, only two touchdowns combined, and he also thrown two interceptions. Uh, Panthers now have proven to be a solid defense, ranked number 14th in points allowed to the quarterbacks. This is being done allowing the fewest passing yards and the fewest passing completions to quarterbacks. So it's not like that they are out there dominating. Um, the last couple of weeks make him a sick candidate for me. Actually, Kirk Cousins, I know we were um, talking high about him, but if you have better options, especially in one QB leagues, he's a sick candidate for me. Uh, the running backs, of course, you're going to start whichever one starts. Uh, Dalvin Cook is at practice, so I think he might be a goal on Sunday, but if he's not. That's the only reason I think, I mean, if you can't sit Cousins, but quarterbacks two leagues, of course, you're going to start him. I think he get yeah, a, little, sure. a little boost with Cook back. He, that's when he had his best games with Cook playing, so. <laughs> Why you just bite right. your lip? Alfred like man, that? Alfred man, you're not well, cuz <laughs> y'all oh. see that <laughs> I didn't, oh, I didn't see the comment. I, I was reading my nose, bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. You're not welcome here no more, bro. Bro, all I saw <laughs> was you biting no your more. lip. I said, well, why are you biting your lip? <laughs> I just got triggered, bro. Like, goddamn, man. Oh, Carlos had a flag. Oh, oh, every every God, time I said damn it. it. That I made me Take that off the screen, bro. Jefferson and Thielen. If, he, if he's a Carolina fan, then we have the same thing we could say about when Cam Newton made it and got his ass smacked in the Super Bowl by Peyton Manning. You're not. But anyway, because um, he did ask about okay. Carolina. But anyway, Jefferson and Thielen, of course, you're going to start them too. Um, Osborne, uh, again, has not shown the consistency since those first two weeks where he was getting, mm-hmm. I think it was 18 targets in the first two weeks. I think he hasn't gotten over five in the last three. So, of course, you want to see him. I think most of that is due to Tyler Conklin. Um, 
coming and taking over, even though he did come back to earth last week, only getting three targets. But I think it was just a down week for Kirk Cousins in general. Carolina is allowing four receptions and 42 yards to the tight end position, ranked 13th in the NFL. Um, coming off of that um, six target, one catch performance that they gave up to Zach Ertz last week, he still was targeted six times, but Zach Ertz is going to be Zach Ertz and only caught the ball one time. Uh, he's a friend start for me. In, in, in the tight end world, I, I wouldn't force it though. Yeah, yeah. how do you feel about Desperate it? Play for me, same. Um, depends on your other options. I mean, let me give you a couple of names. Oh, okay, yeah. I got I got a couple of names. Somebody asked me one earlier. Right. Um, let's go, Evan Ingram, Tyler Conklin. I'm going. Uh, I'm, I'm going Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. I'm talking about given with the situation, no Kenny Galladay. I'm expecting. I think uh, Sterling Shepard to be back, but I don't think. And uh, each game, Ingram on play, his uh, point total has went up, and target mm-hmm. and his yards went up a little bit. So I think he get a little bit more involved, especially with uh, their. Let's go, Dan Dan Arnold or Tyler Conklin. Dan Arnold. Arnold. Yeah, see, I like Dan Arnold. Um, last one in David and Joku or Tyler Conklin. Mm, I'm a, mm. I didn't I'm see like, more out of Joku. Uh, that was one game. I know, it was one mm. game, but if I need the upside, if I need crazy upside, I'm going to Joku. But if I just need a, a five points, I'm going. You're going to need 90 points scored between the two teams <laughs> to get that upside, though. That was 90 points scored. Between I mean, the they, they, they're playing the Cardinals, bro. Week, I feel like some points going to be scored. Yeah, they're playing they're the Cardinals. What about uh? What about what about your boy um? What's his name? What Damn, team? I forgot about it. What team? You just made me forget about it. Um, you let me. I will come back to it. I forgot about it. I don't want to very far. I forgot what I was. Hey, real quick I, though. Yeah. Real quick, you kind of glossed over the fact with Dylan, bro. Like, oh yeah, I wanted to talk about a hit for him, bro. Yeah, oh, I, I wrote that down. Three and seventy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all been telling me to like, like, to, like, shorten it up. So I've been just I mean, I mean, on, my, on my delivery. That's something to mention, though, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> over over, <laughs> over the last two weeks, we've seen what happened when the touchdown regression hit for um, Adam Thielen under ten points, week four and five, without scoring a touchdown in back to back weeks. Uh, last week, he even saw his season low of three targets. Um, uh, Justin bro. Jefferson on the whole other end of that spectrum, at least seven targets, 65 yards in each game. Uh, I, I, I Like you said, um, of course, Jefferson Thielen, though, I, let, let's try one more week and let's see what happens because it's not like he doesn't score touchdowns. Um, the Panthers are giving up at least one touchdown to, to, to the wide receivers a game, so that touchdown could go to Thielen, but at that point, that's all you're hoping for with Thielen. So like you said, wide receiver three with me. Yeah, um, I mean- if you've been playing close attention, that's all you're really hoping for for Thielen. He only went over 50 yards out of two games this year, and it was one of the games was right at 50. So, you know what I'm saying? Dude, dude's yeah. like a bona or a glorified tight end at this point in his right. career. <laughs> it's either TD or bust. Sad to say, but. TD Before we bust. get to the other side of the ball, we got Trey Godwin, Debo, and Emmanuel Sanders, and Knox for Hill. James, so, I, I just I gotta know: Are these players on your bench? But if you start, if you got, you, I don't even have. To, I don't have to know that at all. I don't. We're not trading yeah. Godwin and Debo for Hill at all, right? Well, yeah, Debo putting out similar points as Hill. Knox yeah. is not going to continue. Well, I mean, he might be on to some, bro, because if he does have a stud tight end already, then you're looking at just a three for one. I mean, Debo has been in the flames, bro, but I mean, we know Hill has Hill does this every year, so. I think it's – I would trust Hill to, you know, do this more than Debo, but 
It's I would have to see the rest if of your If you team. have a stud tight end, yeah, if you have a stud tight end, then it's a little closer. I probably... But you're giving up a lot probably, of depth I probably, at that I probably still would keep Bobby. I'm sitting. Bye weeks coming up. Players yeah, getting hurt. giving up I'm a lot sitting. of depth. And Tyreek right. Hill hasn't like been flaming it up enough for me to like feel confident with um, making that trade. Somebody knee injury. I mean, like you said, we know it's coming, but like you just you, you haven't felt confident enough. Make yeah. sure you subscribe and like James if you haven't already. Do y'all think the Falcons will draft a quarterback in the first round? Hopefully not, because all of the quarterbacks coming year, out, all year. of the quarterbacks coming out this year is ass cheeks. Not this uh, year, next year. Yeah, next year for sure. Um, the life of Philly said, Should I pick up Khalil Herbert and drop oh, Daryl Henderson Jr.? Man. No. No. Daryl Henderson, like a running back too, right now. I mean, Kill. Herbert did get 18 touches. He led the backfield last week in, in percentage snaps. But uh, he, I do think you uh, should pick him up, but just don't right. drop Daryl Henderson for him. Right, right. Like you could drop Darryl somebody Henderson, else. Daryl Henderson split time also, but he getting more of 60 to 70% of the work and is in a better offense that scores a lot of points each week. So you definitely for don't sure. want to do that swap. Make sure you like and subscribe if you haven't already. <laughs> Carlos, don't do that. Nope. <laughs> uh, what's y'all fantasy team names, man? We get so many leagues. I'm in like 10 plus, 12 plus. So I don't even like get creative no more, really. All right, I don't even think <laughs> I made the name. There's a whole bunch of team Loso No, Loso No. Hey, one, just you know? whatever, just whatever my username no was. The, the only hey. team, the only team I actually named was when Gabe tried me in one league and he said Javar start trash or something. <laughs> I see some by gay team is you know some trash. Yeah, stuff. Some, so, yeah, time I, I change my team name. I don't really get too crazy with it no more. Yeah. Um. On the other side of the ball, we got uh Sam Donald, the almost Konami code. Uh, Sam Donald's robbing Chuba Hubbard over the last couple of weeks of all those goal line touchdowns. He's currently leading the quarterbacks in rushing touchdowns. Um, but he's back to um, but he's second in interceptions and sam donald this week what damn it sam donald had four interceptions in the last two weeks um but that's five. being covered up with the rush two rushing touchdowns like i mentioned on five interceptions in the last two weeks but that's being covered up by those rushing touchdowns that you know what i'm saying put a lot of the deodorant on that stink uh the vikings are giving up the 10th fewest fantasy points to the quarterback position only one 300 yard passing game um this year i think sam donald is also uh, friend start, but but if CMC comes back, you know what I'm saying that should, that could, that should give him a, a healthy boost. Start, but, you know. that, but that just depends on if CMC comes back. You know what I'm saying he is practicing. They're saying he's uh, probably a game time decision. So just hold hold your horses for that. You never know what's going to happen. Of course, if CMC don't play, I feel like Herbert is doing enough to make him a consistent lock in start. The Vikings are allowing the 12th most fantasy points to the running back position. Um, on the opposite end of that, they are um, the wide receivers. We got DJ Moore, who we talked about a little bit earlier. Saw his lowest um, output last week, uh, only 42 yards off of seven targets. Um, only two games this year has he had under double-digit targets. So I think we still just locking DJ Moore up out there. He has a safe floor, and he has winnable matchup this week. Robbie Anderson, after all the shit we talked, um, now with 18 targets over the last two weeks. He ain't um, do nothing, though. He ain't do nothing. But it, the, the, the volume is what we're talking about. After only 11 targets the first three weeks, um, he's still yet to cash in, like like Javar mentioned, only 76 yards and no touchdowns. Um, but the snap percentage has increased and the targets has increased. He's only being targeted on 16% of his routes. But, you know what I'm saying, with CMC coming back, hopefully the offense opens up a little bit more 
and Terrence Marshall, Terrence Marshall, Terrence Mitchell, however, have has not just become what we he's thought he right. was gonna become. No, it's Marshall. He's right, he's right. <laughs> Is it Marshall? Damn, I wrote yeah. it down wrong. Then shit. Uh, six targets. I, I knew it was right. See, my psychologist, bro. Six targets, only three catches, sixteen yards. With CMC coming back, I see his role diminishing. So you know, what I'm saying, just be on the lookout for Robbie. If people drop Robbie in your leagues, make sure you go try to scoop him up. Um, Eighteen know. targets should not be on your bench in two weeks. You know what I mean? You know, like the regression. But, but no, no, it's CMC coming back. Exactly. I don't think it's but a question that he got that uptick. It's yeah. you know right when CMC left. Yeah. So you know what I mean. And and so if he plays, CMC plays, then I wouldn't start him. But I think he, you can roll him out there as like a wide receiver three slash flex if CMC doesn't play again. So I think those that's definitely correlated with, with that uptick in target. Tommy Trimble, the tight end out there. I think he's a dynasty stash. Um, if you if you if you haven't got him out there, mm-hmm. he scored a touchdown last week. I think he scored a touchdown the week before that, also. Um, but yeah, that's all I got from that side of the ball. All right. Uh, we got a question. So I was offered this trade: Hunt Adams and AB for Cooks, Higgins, and Dalvin's backup in the full PPR league. My other wide receivers are Dalvin, are DK and Cooks, and I already have Mahomes and Kelsey. My running backs are Hunt and Jamal Williams. So back to the original trade, we're going to trade Hunt, Adams, and AB. I don't like that already. For Higgins and Dalvin Cooks. Cook back up. Why would, I don't see a I reason like for that. Is Cook, Higgins? I never trade Adams. Adam would never nah. uh, just like the best player I, in this league. Like Yeah, yeah I don't see what nah, you what, what, do what, Yeah, I don't see what I you mean. Would he's be doing it because his situation. running backs are Hunt and Jamal Williams, so he will get an upgrade at running back, but a major man. downgrade at wide receiver and full PPR had a forty percent target share last week, my guy. Like forty yeah, for sure. bro. Nah, I can't do it. I would like to, to get like and maybe like another RB two or some shit, like so right. I don't have to like do a big blockbuster trade like that. I can't trade. But it. even in PPR leagues, you know, Kareem Hunt is not the worst running back to have. Um, I would no, try to. Not, upgrade, I would try to maybe upgrade Jamal. Yeah, yeah, Jamal right. Williams. But you know, even I would trade. See what I can get for Cooks. You know what I'm saying? I would try to maybe work a deal around Cooks. Yeah. At, or maybe even DK. Even DK with Gino. Yeah. With Gino. With Gino now, being I'll, the. With Gino now taking over Russell Wilson, her. I would even try to work something with DK. Trade AB for a running back to for like a Daryl Henderson. You know, some you probably get Daryl. Really what you got to do, bro. Your like strong AB. point, your strong point is receivers, bro. So, so only trade one of your receivers. So mm-hmm. go out there and look at your at your league and see who's weak at receiver, bro. And then try to target that team in the trade, bro. Mm-hmm. The best, the best, most successful trades are the ones that like it works for both sides. So that's what right. I'm so hit us up on uh. Twitter, if you need some more advice on your trade after you talk to somebody, and we got you, my boy. Subscribe and like. Appreciate you. Uh, The life of Philly came back. Start Justin Herbert or Dak Prescott. I'm going with – I'm going with – I'm going to just go with Herbert. Herbert. He is going bazonkers right now, bro. I mean, I I don't think he's going wrong either way. Dak playing New England. You know, if yeah. that means anything, so I go yeah. hurt. I mean, they're playing New England, and it's the fact that, bro, uh, Staley, bro, he's going for a lot of fourth downs, bro. So that's a lot of like, that's more points for your team, bro. Like, mm-hmm. if they're going for all these fourth downs, and they and if they convert on that fourth down, that's more plays for you. So 
I get and then it. on the flip side, you got Dak. They're running the ball more than we saw last year, bro. And their defense is actually is actually good this year, bro. So that's taken away sure. from Dak's production. So still a great play, but Herbert is is the guy. Mm. Alfred Man says, "Are the Chiefs still a great team, or are they just good? They look just good because they got the same rack record as them dirty birds. So if they are a great team, the Falcons are a great team. No, nah, I, um, like I feel nah, like fuck that." I feel like great, I feel like they're a great team. Teams just learn how to like play them, so they're gonna have to change up. They play calling and their style play a little differently, and how they attack the game plan. And I think things will work out. They just gotta switch some things up. It's their defense, bro. They can't. They're getting in too many shootouts, bro. Like shootouts are good, you know, here and there, bro. But every game being a shootout, bro, like it's just not gonna work out over a long period of time. So that defense doesn't. Doesn't doesn't step up, bro. Then yeah, yeah they're sure. more of a, a, a above, at, like a a little better than good, but not great as we've seen in the past. Uh, this podcast hey! deserves more viewers. That's a fact. And if you don't want to view us, you Tell can listen to us um, wherever you listen to your podcast. That you know, what I'm saying we usually put the episode out about an hour after that, so it'll be out in the morning if you want to listen to this on your car ride home. And this is part one. Part two come out Friday, so if you don't hear your game on this episode that you're looking for, go to the next game, or just visit us at fantasyinsession. Or what is it? ffinsession.com It's over there somewhere. Uh, ffinsession.com to see all the rest of the content that we got out there for y'all. All right, last one. We got Boss Man Fat start uh, Khalil Herbert or Marlon uh, Melvin Gibson this week. Oh, that's <laughs> I think that's what I say. Oh, uh, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Hey, he said it constantly, but I was like, "What?" Gabe <laughs> said too many words in the span of thirty seconds, bro. You gotta give him a chance to breathe. And he was moving stuff. He was moving the screen and shit. I did, I did, I did, I did put up the website. That's my bad, bro. But the- Said, but anyway, Melvin, man, what's the answer, bro? What's the answer? To I mean, if Melvin and Gibson two uh two players in one, I'm starting them. But uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying we going with Melvin Gordon. I'm going with Melvin Gordon too because the Khalil Herbert, like you said, he did get 18 touches, but that was his first time, and he still has Damian Williams in that backfield. And you never know if Damian Williams can like just take over the backfield. So I wouldn't feel confident enough with, and I know Melvin Gordon is going to be out there enough to where he won't hurt me. And hopefully he scores a touchdown. So that, that's what that's me. I'm going Khalil Herbert. I think they're gonna r- want to run the ball. That's they they have yet to let Justin Fields loose, and all they did was run each week. He's there. Bruh had 18 touches last week. While Damian Williams had 16 touches. Volume is key right here, and uh, for them, they're, they're gonna want to run the football. Consistent volume is key. I mean, this only, it's only the game, the first game without Montgomery, and they've split. It could be a trap game. Bro. It could be a trap game, just like that. Like we were talking about Miles Gaskins, but um, boss man, fat. If you start, if you do start, Khalil Herbert, come back next week and come talk to Javar. Khalil Herbert for upside. <laughs> Gordon, that's that's where I'm at. Khalil got more upside. Melvin Gordon got the safest floor. Do we play any fantasy basketball or baseball? Yeah, no, that's too much. Each week, got time. on to the next I game. Try, I try both, but I can't do it. Yeah, I did both too. On to the next game. We got the uh, four-point favorite Packers at the Chicago Bears. Over under forty. Did we all do that game, huh? No, no, we're no, just no. talking about over it. under 45 and 45 points. We already mentioned Devontae Adams going bazonkers. So of course he's starting him. A Rod, he's starting him. 
the running back. He's really everybody but Robert Tunyon, I think. Well, yeah, of course you start. You start your studs. Devontae Adams, enough said Aaron Rodgers. He scored 23 points and threw two TDs in the past three games. And then when you got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, they kind of splitting touches right now. Jones is getting no less than 19 touches per game and getting around 70% of the backfield snaps. So do not worry about Andrew Jones' value. Keep starting him each oh, week. He's hey, locked. He got to slip up, too. Yeah. Well, well, man, man, hey, look. Hey, he was going hey, to yeah, <laughs> walk right past that, too. Andrew Jones, watch. I'm on. Hey, Andrew Jones is one of my favorite players. Oh, snap. I don't want the baseball. Hey, shout out to them Braves. We're back in the NLCS. You know, on summer. All right, back to football. My bad. I was talking about Aaron Jones, not Andrew Jones. Jones is a must start against a tough Russian defense. Dylan has received at least 12 touches in back to back games. This is encouraging. It could be worth the flex spot moving forward. I wouldn't start him this week against a touch rush defense. But if he gets at least seven to 12 touches again, I feel comfortable starting him in the flex in certain matchups moving forward. Uh, Robert Tain is a sit on to the other side of the ball. Justin Field has yet to get the keys to drive the Ferrari up there in Chicago. He has only rushed. Or nine do he just keep crashing that motherfucker? But he might got the keys. He might just not the, the goddamn. Or he might just nah. not got his license. Maybe, maybe it's a, what would the, what would the head coach be of the car? The motor? Maybe. It's yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was trying to figure out what is he. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to figure out like, what is he? He, he the motherfucker sitting on the side and telling you like the parallel part, but he's telling you to do everything the wrong way. Well, so you fail just <laughs> off of that. Yeah, he co-pilot. Bro has bro. rushed nine times in the last three games. Like, bro, what's going on? And have yet to so throw great. the ball over 20 times. I understand throw the ball over 20 times because it's a rook, but to rush nine times in the last three games, like you're not taking advantage <clears throat> of what he brings to the team. You know, to the running back, Damian Williams and Khalil. So I got Justin Field as a sit, of course. On to Damian Williams and uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, Damian played 48% of the snaps, posting 16 rushes for 64 yards and one TD, adding two catches for on three targets for 20 yards. As far as uh, Damian, he's worth the running back two flex play against uh, the, the Bears want to run the ball uh, the, the Bears want to run the offense through the running backs against the team allowing the 11 most points to running backs. So I feel uh, Damius Williams is more is more of a safer play. He received all the targets out of the backfield. So if Chicago do get behind, Damian Williams should be uh, should not be game script. Rather ask uh, Khalil played 52 percent of the snaps and he only posted 18 rushes for 74 yards and had four yards per carry. He out uh, carried. Damian Harris by two and outplayed him by a couple, what, six, six percent. So it looks like they're going to split the carries and they ran the ball. What is that? 20, 34 times total. Not include if we include uh, Justin Fields, the team ran the ball 36 times total in one game. So they're going to run the football against the teams that's allowing the 11 most fantasy points Two running backs. I feel both of these guys are flex plays. And uh, I I feel more comfortable sitting Khalil uh, this week, but uh, it's else? but it's just uh, it's bye week, and a lot of guys are hurt. <laughs> so I can understand you playing him. Crazy. <laughs> But Javon just told this bro. man to start him, and then he gonna tell him, "Hey, I mean, I feel comfortable sitting that man, no cap." And Javon t- talk himself into a sit, bro. I mean, I mean, but 
with those two, I, I like <laughs> I kind of like them over Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is sitting at what nine, nine averaging like 10 carries a game. He's not reaching up and bro, first game, he get 18 touches. So I, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna redo that again this week. So I like both of them as flex plays. But if you do have somebody better to start, I will start them in front of Khalil. I don't think that's Melvin Gordon, though. No, 10-4. Gotcha. Uh, I think you have some on the tight end. Oh, ain't no tight end to start out there. Dang, my bad. Well, I, do y'all got anything with the running back situation and quarterback before I move to the wide receivers? No, you got it. What wide receivers? Uh, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney. Yeah, Darnell Mooney. I said, Who? yeah, Darnell Mooney. Uh, Allen didn't practice Wednesday due to an ankle injury. If we he plays, he's a sit, right? Allen has seen double-digit targets but have went over 50 yards and scored a TD only once this year. And that is all those is a separate game. So Allen has seen double-digit targets, went over 50 yards and scored one TD only one time this year. And all those three happened in three different games. It's ugly for this guy. So um, Mooney is a good start in the flex. If Allen misses, if Allen plays, Mooney is a desperate flex play against a defensive line, 33 fantasy points to the wide receiver group. That's just where I'm at with it with this passing offense. If any passing um gonna come through this offense, it's gonna be Mooney. They seem to have a good connection with Fields, but it's just ugly right now. He's a desperate flex play. And I ain't that desperate. I don't like it. It's 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 and it's not taken away from Mooney. He has, I mean, he looked like the best guy out there. Allen Robinson hasn't finished higher than 50, wide receiver 51 this year. So of course you're not starting him. But man, it would it's hard to trust any receiver when the quarterback's only hasn't thrown it over 20 times since he's mm-hmm. been over, bro. Yeah. So that pie, even if he's the leading target getter, bro, the pie is so small, bro. That right. It's just going to be super volatile for him, bro. So, I mean, like you, desperation flakes, okay, maybe, but it's I'm not I'm not confident in it at all. I can dig it. That's all I have for that game. Uh, should I start Terry, Derek Carr? No, that's and- your trade, my boy. Oh, should I trade Terry, Derek Carr, and Joe Mixon for Nick Chubb? Hey, oh, what is this? Nah. Is this a one quarterback? Nah. Is it one quarterback? Because if it's one quarterback, Derek Carr, I don't care about Derek Carr. I can't do it. I got it. I wouldn't yeah, I I even, like even, even think about him. I'm thinking it. Yeah. I'm looking at it as Terry and Joe Terry. Mixon for Nick right, Chubb. Yeah. I got to trade uh, like Joe we'll Mixon and a back end wide receiver too for Nick Chubb or something like that. I mean, Joe Mixon is not. I mean, Joe Mixon is. Just Joe Mixon at this point, not not really. He nah, get Nick, Nick Chubb needs a touchdown. To, yeah, he just uh, yeah, he needs a touchdown. That elite week, you know what I mean? He's Unless had, he playing he's in standing great. He's looked great every week, mm-hmm. bro. But when he don't get them touchdowns, they had over two hundred yards rushing last week. That's so. And Cincinnati crazy. looked good rushing the football the last two weeks with or without Mixon. So with Mixon back there and getting that volume out that backfield is. Bro, you just got to roll with it, bro. He, he's talented. It's going to come. On to the next game. We got the three-and-a-half-point favorite Bengals at the Detroit Lions with an over-under of 47-and-a-half points. Uh, boss man Fat started the question off. Should be worried about TJ Hawkinson, and I think that is what a lot of people are worried about right now. Yes, you should. All right, so I will start with him. So, you know, he after he recorded his top two top five finishes during the first two weeks, he hasn't finished higher than tight end 20 during the last three. Um, he is still top three in uh, routes ran among tight ends, but I think him struggling is probably a combination of two things. First is um, 
his down weeks came right after he injured his knee a few weeks ago. So that could have something to do with it. And then also Detroit literally has nobody else outside of Hawkinson and Swift in the passing game. So it's a little easier to scheme him out, you know, compared to these other like stud tight ends. Um, this week definitely might be worried about him. Um, matchup isn't great against the Bengals. They're allowing the fifth fewest points against tight ends. But I mean, with the lack of options at tight end, I don't think you're going to sit him, bro. Like, I mean, who are you going to start him? Well, I guess if you have like a Schultz, maybe, or like a Dawson Knox, maybe, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I just, I think you had to keep rolling him out there. Um, but you just got to adjust your expectations after those two weeks. It sucks, man, because it looked like we, we found one in TJ Hawkinson, but we just, got him. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. It's just easier to scheme him out, bro. So, um, and then another thing is that his uh he, he was probably blocking a little bit more. I know he ran a lot of routes, but he probably was blocking more than he was in his first two weeks because they were missing two of their best offensive linemen. So with one expected to come back, I forgot his name, one is expected to come back this week. That should free up some more routes for him to run. But yeah, man, I, I think you should be slightly worried about him, man. But I'm not I'm not sitting him unless I have another like top six yeah. option or anything like that. So yeah, I go TJ yeah. over. Gasicki, just to see if Tua going to target the guys if he come back and play. Gasicki been on this run since Tua been out, so I'm kind of worried about that. So I just, for now, I go TJ over him this week. And, yeah, I would go. Uh, hold on. Uh, I would still, still start uh, Hawkinson over Hines, too. You say he had Hines that he could start. I got you. Uh, I mean, the bottom line is, bro, like, if you don't have a – if you don't have – like Kelsey at this point, yeah. Because right, even Waller's yeah. been 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 kind of like, yeah. Yeah, okay, you know what I mean. So if you don't have Kelsey, bro, you, I mean, this I feel like everybody should be expecting these type of games from Hawkinson, bro. But we he showed you his ceiling, bro. And I don't think every single team is just going to scheme him out, bro. I don't think they'll. A lot of teams probably won't even have the personnel to do it. Bengals might have it because they're pretty good against tight ends, but. I don't think it's going to be like this all year, man. He'll have his. He'll have better weeks, definitely. Uh, it's according to who you start and times over. That's 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 what it boils down to. It's according to who you start Hines on. Of course, you start. Well, that's what he said. He said he'll start. Oh, never mind. You can't start Hines in a tight end position. Right. So yeah. uh, I also have Naheem Hines, who I didn't mention because I have JT. Can I start both JT and Hines this week? I would not start Hines. We already talked. If you want to go back to the beginning, we talked about Hines matchup. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't start Hines in my in my lineup this week. No. How does he feel about that uh, Detroit side of the ball? Oh, forgot we were still talking about my game. Uh, so another start I got, of course, is Swift. Um, of course, his ceiling will remain capped as long as him and Jamal Williams split the groundwork through five weeks. You got Williams getting 55 carries compared to 52 for Swift. Good news is that Swift is dominating the uh, passing down work. Uh, he mm. is second among running t- uh, running backs in targets with 34. And he also has the edge on carries from inside the five. So still, he, he's, his ceiling is capped, but he's still like a top 15 play. And he showed you his ceiling, which is like top two, top one or whatever. So still starting DeAndre Swift. I just wanted to mention that 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 ceiling issue that he has. Um, so that's it for the starts. Fringe play is Jamal Williams. He is averaging 14 opportunities a week. Um, and most of that is on the ground with 11 carries a game. But his fantasy relevance has pretty much been dependent on if he scored a touchdown or not. His double-digit points have came, come in the weeks that he has scored a touchdown. So I will be more confident in matchups against soft rush defenses. But with the Bengals allowing the 13th fewest points to running backs, 
I think he's more of a desperation flex than a solid, like, you know, flex play this week. So, I can dig it. Depends on your other options, but, you know, just, yeah, I w- I'm not as confident as I am as I was, like, during these soft soft matchups. Uh, on That's all I have for Detroit. There's Hold on real Cernel. quick. Let's just uh, tighten or oh, finish up on some of these questions. So this this question was per- pertaining to the start to JT and – and Himes, he said he would be starting Himes over Gordon or Khalil Herbert. As I already said, Herbert getting hey, eighteen. Listen, I'm just going there. Gordon, if you come back and is Khalil Herbert let you down, you go talk to at Javar knows or whatever his fantasy name is on uh, Twitter. Javar and hey, then what happens if Khalil Herbert scores two touchdowns and Melvin Gordon puts up? Okay, well then, well then you go, then you go. I'm saying, you then that, you go bro. and cheer, then you go and cheer him on. I'm just saying, listen, it, it wasn't me. And then we had this guy. He said, uh, start Mike Evans. Are you starting Mike Evans? No. Are, do you like benching, benching Mike, Mike Evans? Evans starting over. Pittman? No, I no. do not. Nope. He's, not start yet. your studs. Right. And then he says some uh his other wide receivers are Keenan and Jamar. Yeah, start Keenan, Jamar, and Mike, Mike Evans, Evans for sure. And I think we uh he got one more. Do you like adding Melvin Gordon for Naheem Hines? Yes. Yeah. You get it? I mean, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, he mean do yeah, so like, like for the waiver, yeah. Off a of yeah. waiver, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got another one down. So we there. see Javante take over more of that that work. I mean, it's still pretty much 50-50 split. So I'm uh yep. Make sure you like and subscribe if you haven't already liked and subscribe. Oh, who won this trade? TJ Hawkinson and Adams for Kelsey and Chase. Um, that might, Kelsey and Chase. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. of right now. Right. It's it's uh, close. It's pretty. Right, right, right. TJ right. still got time to prove. I wouldn't say like a one. Back. I feel like it's like right. a like a like a wash. Right. Especially if TJ Hawkinson come back and be TJ Hawkinson that we drafted him as, then for sure. On the other side of the ball, what you got going on for the Cincinnati Bengals? All right, so we're starting Joe Mixon. Weren't expecting much last week, but it was good to see him play and get in the end zone. And I believe he practiced today, so it doesn't like there was any setbacks last week. Mm-hmm. And then also he's a, he's playing the Lions, so he's a smash play this week. They're allowing the Gosh. most points to opposing running backs, so uh, definitely start him. Only red flag for him is he only he's. He has only combined for six targets in his last four games after seeing four in week one. So the lack of receiving work will affect his ceiling, but I think he gets elevated to like a back-end RB1 almost this week with that cake matchup. So starting him. T. Higgins, um, he didn't do much last week in his return, but he was second behind Chase in targets with seven. Um, Coming into the year, I viewed him as like a wide receiver, too. I thought he would be the guy since it was Chase's rookie year. You know, I like Chase more in Dynasty, but I thought Higgins would perform a little better in redraft. But I'm changing my mind on that. Uh, Chase is exceeding expectations, so I think he's more of a a high-end wide receiver three going forward. Um, I do think he's a must-start this week, though, because, you know, he's going against Detroit, and he'll see a mixture of Parker, Jacobs, and I'm not going to try to pronounce this last guy's name. But they all have a PFF grade of 53 or below. So no matter where he lines up, which he does, they move him around the formation, he'll have a cake matchup no matter who he's, he's going against. Um, fringe, so maybe like a, a, in super flex leagues, you could start Joe Burrow. He had a season high in uh, pass attempts 
during the last two weeks, which was the ninth most during that uh, span. Bad news is he's still not rushing much, and he's still not throwing the ball into the end zone. 26 in end zone throws. Highest finish this year was QB 11th, uh, QB 11, and he's averaging 18 points per game, which is QB 18. So he's like the perfect QB 2. You can start in Superflex leagues, but in uh, one QB leagues, I'm looking for other options still because he just doesn't have the ceiling that, uh, you know, maybe like a Daniel Jones has. So uh, that's how I feel about Joe Burrow this week. Tyler Boyd, man, he is also a fringe play this week. Went right back in line, went right back in third in targets um, with the return of Higgins. Came away with four catches on five targets for 24 yards, which is pretty gross. And we know he doesn't <laughs> score touchdowns like that, so his ceiling is, is really not there, especially with Higgins back. So yeah. even though the matchup is great, I think he's more of like a boring flex play this week. I don't like it either. That's it. Uh, Not chasing the points for Uzama, so no, no, no. I would need to see two points of Uzama for me to use a BN. BB04, make sure you like and subscribe, bro. Ready to hear how dumb I am. Nobody's dumb. Um, I am a fool. <laughs> I am in a full PPR. Uh, I traded Cooper for Cordell Patterson. My wide receivers are Tyreek Hill, uh, Deontay Johnson, Corey Davis, Kadarius, and my running backs are Najee, Michael Carter, Javante, and Damian Harris. Had regrets. I would have had regrets too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper, depending on it, don't even matter if you're talking Cup or Amari. I would not have traded him for Cordell, Cordell Patterson. Amari definitely a little better. It, it, hopefully, it, it makes it sounds better. Um, but I, th- I think I think I mean you do get that that upside of ha- being able to play a wide receiver and a running back in the same position. And I think it's safe to say that Cordell Patterson is here for the year. I know a lot of people were talking about you know what I'm saying he has to score a touchdown, but we saw him not score a touchdown last week and still put up fantasy relevant numbers. Sixty um, percent of the snaps last week. So so yeah, yeah. Uh, if he does that, then every week play. Yeah, bro, just uh. Tap in, like, and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Fantasy and Session on Twitter, and yeah. hit us up, bro, so you don't Before any more trades, yeah, before <laughs> any more trades, make sure you no, come No, 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 if it was Amari Cooper, I can understand why he did it. Yeah, I can I mean, see. Because behind, behind Najee, Najee Harris, he really don't have no – He don't have no like more running back. So That's what I'm Cordell saying. Patterson is automatically on slide in as his RB2, bro. So you think you could have got – do you think you could get more? He probably could have got more, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah, because if it's a Mario Cooper, now if it was Cooper Cup, then yeah, yeah no, 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 no way. He definitely gained more flexibility with that trade, though, for sure. Yeah, I like I like it if it was uh, Mario Cooper. I don't love it though. Um, <laughs> who is the best running back core in my league? I have Derrick Henry and David Montgomery. My friend has Najee Harris and CMC. My other friend has Zeke and uh, uh, Zeke and Eckler is who I like. That's a lot of names. Right. Zeke and Eckler. Dang, that is boy, uh, uh, that's I like Najee and CMC. I was just about to say Najee, Najee get nineteen targets and CMC yeah. get nineteen targets in one game, so they got. I was basically going off the health now, though, yeah, for sure. Zeke will have to, yeah, health wise, definitely health wise. But I yeah, mean, yeah, David Montgomery, he's not even he's out for the next. I mean, what, it's, two, still, it's still a decent, that's still a decent mix though. David, if they like Zeke plans with Henry, that's still a decent mix to be up there. But he definitely third after those yeah. two. The guy with the number says you can Eckler too. Uh, B Dub said pick one Javante, um, Gaskins or Daryl Williams. Uh, we didn't, I think we'd get to the Chiefs next game, so we don't, I mean, next episode. So we'll talk about Daryl Williams. Who the Chiefs play? 
But I would pick Daryl Williams. Yeah, I, I think I'll pick Daryl Williams too. I feel like he just safe because he's gonna see the value. Yeah. And and they play they play Washington, so it's gonna be a little difficult. But yeah, I feel I feel safer with Williams for sure. That's what I think too. Najee and CMC is the best. Yes, if CMC is playing for sure, anything right. with CMC on it, I want that. Um, BBO4, he says, Yeah, I was panicking because I had no running back too. I was panicking on Cooper because he had been a bust the last couple of weeks. Um, except for that one, Lamar, yeah, he wouldn't Oof. have gotten the touchdowns last Cooper. couple of weeks, yeah, for sure. Okay. I feel you. I ended up trading Amari for like Daryl Henderson or something like that too. So, Allen for six on Sunday. On Monday, my boy. On what Monday. do you see S? <laughs> I, I was confused because I didn't know what he was talking about either. I got you. Bills playing on Monday. I don't know Monday? what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Keenan Allen, some other Allen. Yeah, Bills okay. play on Monday. Bills play on Monday. Oh, we get to that game on the next episode. Tune in Friday, good brother. On to the next game. What we got? This is the last game of the episode. Next and last game. Houston Houston is one of the teams. It's one of the trash. Houston at the nine and a half point favorite Indianapolis Colts over under 42 and a half. We got my boy Davis Mills out of all fucking weeks. I sit Davis Mills bum ass. He goes out there against the Patriots when I've been literally crying and begging for any quarterback to show some like hope of life, some glimmer of life on my fantasy team. And I sit him and his bum ass go out there and up 24 points against the fucking Patriots, and I just don't understand. Um, we thought Tyrod Taylor would be back this week, up over it. but don't beat yourself up over it. No, bro. I want to see somebody who started Davis Mills last week, bro. Like, no, bro. And if you did it, bro, you yeah, that's the right. luckiest motherfucker ever, bro, because it wasn't no good process starting him. So, well, it was my only process. Say, you have Mills roster. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, but I have so many, like, uh, it's been so bad in that league. Any quarterback that touches my roster goes on the IR. It's really ridiculous. Start <laughs> with uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, uh, uh, but anyway, back. So don't start Davis Mills. Don't be off that. He's just ass. Uh, Brandon Cooks, only five targets last week. Um, that was expected. We talked about that going against that New England defense. Um, but what to take away from that? Get out. So, but to say, I do think he's going to bounce back. Um, the the Colts are giving up the eighth most fantasy points to the wide receiver position and have already allowed 300-yard um, games to wide receivers this year. So I think he's a lock and load to start. We got Chris Conley and Chris Moore, who I'm pretty sure everybody wants to talk about. Moore, only five target tar- – Chris Moore, that is, only five targets last week. Most he's had all year, and he scored two touchdowns. But like I mentioned, this is his first game – playing any like snaps at all pretty much i think he played like one snap in like week three or something like that and he had the most yards 109 and he caught most of that on a 67 yard touchdown so don't believe the hype if you're looking at the box score he's not a startable option especially with davis mills still being the quarterback neither is chris conley he did have four targets catching three of them for 84 yards he still bro bro, nobody's starting these guys bro move on oh but i'm saying like people was looking at him (laughs) I can understand if you picked up more oh, just bro. to sit him on a bench and drop that's somebody. What I'm saying, but people, people but that's about at it. Him. That's on, about the other, it. on the other side, well, all the rest of them is ass. On the other side of the ball, of course, we talked about JT uh, starting um, to take over that RB1 role like we wanted. Um, 
Carson Wentz put up his first great game. Uh, it took 400 yards in the overtime to do it against that Baltimore defense, but he gets the Houston defense, uh, allowing the 11th most fantasy points to the quarterback position. So I do think uh, Carson Wentz is, is startable. Out mm-hmm. there, he's thrown at least 30 times in every matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, Naheem Hines, over the last two weeks that Justin Taylor, I mean, Jonathan Taylor has been producing. Uh, Hines has dramatically fell off. No touchdowns over the last two weeks and only touched the ball nine times in two weeks uh, total. Um, Justin Taylor, just Jonathan Taylor. I don't know why I want to keep saying Justin. Jonathan Taylor, of course, is the reason for this. Uh, and with the emergency, emergence of Marlon Mack carrying for five times or more for some gross reason, Hines pretty much has no fantasy relevance, relevance to me right now at this point. Um, only touching about nine times in two weeks. Just, but still, um, kind of. I mean, I seen somebody ask. I, I wouldn't drop him unless, unless there was something better out there. I would drop him for whoever he. Yeah. He said Melvin Gordon, like if you yeah, needed sure. a start right now, yeah, I would drop him for Melvin Gordon. But Marlon Mack is probably going to get traded, and then Naheem Hines. I wouldn't drop Hines for anybody that's going to also sit on my bench too. Like if I needed a start this week, I would drop him for Naheem Hines. But I wouldn't drop him for let's say like a Moali Cox, who's somebody that I'm waiting on potential for either, because I think Naheem Hines has as much potential as anybody on the bench. I just if you need to drop somebody, I would drop him. I got you. Yeah. You got oh yeah, you got to do the wide receivers. Uh the wide receivers, we got Michael Pittman now saw at least seven targets in every game except week one. He's not a wide receiver one on that offense, being targeted on 21% of the routes ran. Um, he's a start every week now. Zach Pascal seeing five targets a game, not being targeted enough uh, to be startable to me. He's only seen five um he's he has seen 10 red zone targets that's second on the team. But he's pretty much touchdown dependent at this point. I think Carlos said something like a glorified tight end. That's pretty much what he is at this point. So if you're searching for a touchdown, you can put him in there. Moali Cox, if he is on your waiver wire, should not be on your waiver wire if you're looking for tight end play. Um, two touchdowns a week before, 50 yards. He's being targeted a lot in the end zone. He's the third in end zone targets on the team. Um, and we already know Frank Wright likes to target the tight ends. So that's pretty much all I got. Only person I'm starting from that side of the ball is um JT Wentz and Pittman. Yeah, I can dig it. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't start Wentz, honestly. I mean, in a, in a two QB game, league, two QB leagues. Yeah, in a two QB league. The matchup, yeah. though. I just think it's gonna be a. I just think it's gonna be a Jonathan Taylor game. It's a forty-two and a half point over under, and they're yeah. ten almost ten point favorite. So I don't think they're gonna need them too much. But yeah, in two QB leagues, you can get away with it. But mm-hmm. I can dig it. Before we get out of here, uh, I think this is a decent question. And I'm interested in uh, seeing y'all answer. What's out the question? Who's the best fantasy rookie quarterback? None of them. My dogs don't even like the question. None of them. Boy, you stupid. <laughs> nah, I still, I'm still going with Trey Lance, bro. This dude did not. He did not give you a good passing game, bro, but he still did not sink you, bro. He rushed for 89 yards, bro, and was literally that close from being a top 12 quarterback, bro, because he almost got in the end zone, bro. Um, so I hopefully yeah, I like he starts out of the bye, but yeah, I think he, he, yeah, it's, it's him. And Lawrence is, is, I think is second, bro. Cause he's been coming around lately. So what Carlo, Carlo said in the last three games, Lance has rushed at least six times and has scored on those rushes two times. And I mean, two of the last three games. So yeah, it's definitely him. And, uh, but, uh, uh, in real life, um, Mac in Jones. real life, but he said fantasy. But in real I life, know. I like Lawrence. He said fantasy. I know. Oh. Now in real life, I, I kind of like <laughs> Mac Jones. Though. 
in real life. He, he, he in real life, like yeah. Real life, Mac Jones might be that boy. Right. Um, let's see one more question before we get out of here. Looks like D Dubs uh have Debo and Patterson on by picked up Bateman. Will need to plug him in. Thoughts on how he would do this week. Watkins might be out. Well, hopefully Watkins is out because if he's not out, then Bateman, I would definitely try to look on the waiver wire for more. Right. I, I don't trust yeah, it. I Mark Andrews right. coming right. on. Hollywood looking good out there. It ain't much Duvernay. for me. Right. Hey, other people catching passes. It's just the yeah. fact that he's missed all year and, he and he's a rookie. Season, I want to say. Right. So, mm-hmm. and he, you know, add that to the fact that he's a rookie. So, he more of a uh, dynasty. Yeah. I would yeah. look for other options, bro. I mean, yeah. He should see. I mean, if Watkins has a hamstring injury, so I don't think he's going to play this week. So, he should be on the field, but. I'm worried. Yeah, I wouldn't trust it. In real life, Justin Fields and Lance. In real life, I ain't Justin seen Lance Fields. Enough. I ain't seen. I mean, I seen Lance. I seen enough of Justin sparked, Fields, and I like him right now. Right, I don't like Justin Fields right now. Lance, he's smart, but I don't feel like we've seen enough of him to compare him to somebody who has played four or five games. Even besides the like, just him, like Matt Maggie ruining it. I just feel like Justin Fields doesn't make enough um, decisions quick enough for me. Like he doesn't go through enough of his progressions. It, just, it doesn't look. I looked at it. It doesn't look good out there. I feel like, of course, you know, what I'm saying if he has time with training camp as a starter, of course, with I, new offense. I just don't want to go all in on Justin Fields yet because the Bears' defense has been a shithole for a while now. So Justin Fields coming in, I, we're seeing that it's the the head coach and office coordinator. Something's going wrong. So I can't just put it all on Justin Fields and his talent right now. It's got to be the play calling or something. For sure. Um, I think that uh, – should I trade uh, Tyler Lockett? It depends on for who. But, yeah, I would try no, this. I, I, would, I would wait. To, well, it's going to be hard. because Anybody trade him. I will – I mean, it's going to be because you're going to be trading him at his floor right now. We'll wait till he have one of his blow-up games and then try to, try to trade him for me. Yeah, he's a hold. Anybody trade him, man. But if this, if this is your first time listening, man, we appreciate y'all tuning in. <laughs> um, make sure you go listen to the audio version if you want to or tell your friends to listen to the audio version. Then catch us live. Um, check us out on TikTok, Twitter pretty much everywhere where you do social media stuff at we there. Uh, yeah, man. Next episode, Friday, part two. You did. Like appreciate, the love, appreciate the love. Appreciate the start. Right. Sick questions. Keep them coming. We're going to keep the heat coming. Hey, yo. Peace. Uh, uh, does, uh, he meant, <laughs> do we agree that Josh Allen is the MVP? Uh, I think I like Justin Herbert. I, I, that's the yeah. person. Or or Lamar Jackson is some people that's or got Lamar something Jackson. to say about it. So it's it's some names up there. Kyler Murray was on a run too until he got hurt. So ask, ask us again in week ten. Yeah, I'm going Justin Herbert right now, but it's close to Herbert for me. Uh, I'm going I'm going uh, recent biasy, so I'm going Lamar Jackson. Recent or regency? Uh, all the above, recent, bro. We out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.